At Urban Farm Podcast, we are all about education, and April is Foliar Feeding Month. Have you heard of it? It is a super simple application of spraying liquid organic fertilizer on your trees and garden plants. The leaves, branches, and trunks are incredible at absorbing nutrients. And if your soil isn't great or your pH is off, foliar feeding is a quick and long-lasting fix to get your plants the nutrients they need. Want to learn more? Join us for our free online webinar on how to apply this amazing process to your gardens and fruit trees. Visit urbanfarm.org to sign up. That's urbanfarm.org. You're listening to the Urban Farm Podcast, your partner in the Grow Your Own Food revolution. Whether you've just been introduced to urban farming or you're a lifelong advocate, we're sure you'll leave feeling more informed, equipped, and empowered to dig deeper into the soil of your local food economy. With you every step of the way, here's your host, Greg Peterson. Today we have Chad Hudspeth from Endless Food Systems on the show to talk about his experiences with aquaponics. Chad grew up on a dairy farm in North Texas and learned early the true meaning of work and farming. He learned of aquaponics in 2008 and immediately began experimenting with the different methods of growing fish and vegetables together. In 2012, he founded Endless Food Systems and began manufacturing a plug-and-play modular aquaponic kit that could be shipped to the lower 48 states. Endless Food Systems now provides complete turnkey kits for commercial and hobby growers. Chad regularly teaches aquaponics classes and has been on national television, several radio shows, and featured in many magazines. Chad also teaches our online aquaponics revealed course for Urban Farm U. Welcome to the show, Chad. How are you today? Hey, Greg. I'm doing good. Great. So I've shared a little bit about you. Can you fill in the blanks for us and share more about the path you took to get to where you are now? Well, in 2008, I was in the roofing industry, and as you know, there was a bit of a downturn in the market. <laughs> yeah, I that's saw, the case. Yeah, I saw a lot of my friends uh, losing their jobs, and uh, a lot of end-of-the-world stuff, you know, on the internet and buzz, things like that. And I started thinking about people that were storing food, that were buying all that, you know, oh, stored yeah. food, and, uh-huh. and then throwing it in a closet and really wasting a lot of money on that. Right, And I thought, you know, if something ever did happen, you're never going to have enough food. It's just never going to last you more than whatever, six months or a year. And then what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Recently after that, I found it, uh, found out about aquaponics and thought this is absolutely the answer. Because not only is it perpetual food that uh-huh. you can grow forever, but you don't spend the money and throw it in your closet and hope you don't need it. Right. This is something that benefits you immediately. You're using it constantly as you go along. Every day. Fantastic. And so the learning curve is just really a part of life. If anything ever did happen and a person had a system like this, um, they're going to be able to help a lot of people. So it just made sense to me uh, to go into it heavier and heavier. And so as I uh, got out of the roofing business and was growing more and more food, you know, aquaponically, Mm -hmm. I thought this is got to, there's got to be a way to turn this into a business and I was so surprised when I found out there was really nobody doing a, a kit. Nobody in that space, right? Yeah. yeah. And so I was like, my gosh, I have got to do this. So uh-huh. I spent about a year uh, toying and testing and designing and finally came up with a good sound design. And uh, so we manufactured that for about a year, year and a half. Then we switched over to our latest design about uh, maybe nine months ago. Oh, very good. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. So, a lot of curious people out there. What is aquaponics? You call it fish-powered gardens. What are they, and how do they work? 
Yeah, I feel like a fish-powered garden is a really good definition for uh-huh. it because it's fish powering a garden, pretty much, in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. But what aquaponics is is really uh, the more technical definition would be the marriage of aquaculture, which is growing fish you know, right. in a confined area, uh-huh. with hydroponics. Hydroponics is growing plants in a gravel grow bed or some type of soilless medium. And so we take those two, we put them together so that the fish are providing waste or nutrition hold on, hold on, hold on. they're providing poop well <laughs> let's just cut to the chase here right yeah yeah uh and the plants are soaking that up they're absorbing that as nutrition uh-huh. when they're doing this they're actually purifying in the water for the fish and so we have this beautiful ecosystem it is it's truly a whole ecosystem isn't it it is and in fact there's a hidden part of this uh people see the fish they see the plants but what they don't see is the bacteria. Ah, yes. And I don't know why, but in our culture today, everybody thinks bacteria is a bad ew. word. Yeah, it's like, ooh. It's not. Yeah. You know, we have If we didn't have bacteria in our guts right now, we wouldn't be alive. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you have to have the, uh, the right kind of bacteria in the system, which happens naturally. Mm-hmm. It just occurs. And that's what really makes the system work. Nice. So that's what makes the system work. Can you kind of give us a general idea of how these systems are set up and work? Okay, so they consist mostly of a fish tank. Now, our systems are, um, I guess most people would think they're large. Mm-hmm. They're really, I don't think they're they are that big. Uh, the fish tanks are about 250 to 300 gallons. Okay. And then we have uh, grow beds, which are all 12 inches deep, and they're full of gravel or, or uh, different kinds of medium that you can use. Right. And we run the water through all of those gravel beds, which acts as a filter. That's where the bacteria actually live. Okay. Then the water returns back by gravity to the fish tank where the water pump pumps it back again. It's just a continuous circle. Got it. So it's it's a flow. You got a you got really what you have is a pond and a bog and a creek between them. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's much. that's it in yeah. a nutshell. Fantastic. So, what kinds of fish and plants can you grow in an aquaponic system? You know, um, when it comes to fish, it's going to depend mostly on your climate. Mm-hmm. If you're in a a hot uh, climate or a, a moderate climate, tilapia is a fantastic choice. Yeah. Uh, tilapia is a fast-growing fish. Uh, you can eat those in nine months from a baby to, you know, they, they go from a baby to a pound in about nine to ten months, and they'll continue to put a pound on per year after that. But the disadvantage to tilapia is they um, have to have water that's above 50 degrees got it so if you're in a colder climate or even a moderate climate like uh, missouri or tennessee mm-hmm. that's just too cold you're going to probably be better off with catfish or uh, bluegill or perch something like that that can handle cold water and warmer water got it so that's the fish that's the fish uh, when it comes to plants really most anything will grow there's just a very few plants that don't do well in mm-hmm. aquaponics and generally, they're the plants that are either the acid-loving, and I'm talking about you know blueberries, blueberries. That like yeah. um, 4.5, you know, exactly 5.0 pH, uh, the really low pH, which is just a few plants, and then uh, potatoes and carrots. We have a hard time growing, mm-hmm. but everything else we can grow: beets, onions, radishes, of course, all of your leafy greens, lettuces, basil's, spinach, beans, cucumbers, squash, you name it. All right. Um, so, does somebody need a greenhouse to you know to do one of these? It's generally a lot easier if you have some type of climate control, mm-hmm. just because you can't really shut these things down for the off season. 
So, like for Phoenix here, uh, really our off season is the summertime, which is backwards for most of the rest of the USA. Right. But uh, so here in Phoenix, you can't really just say, well, I'm not going to grow in the hot months and just turn it off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Your fish have to stay alive. So uh, if you have some type of uh, way to shade it, to keep it cool, or in the colder climates, a greenhouse or even like a spare bedroom or garage where you can heat it, uh, that's the best scenario. Got it. So are they easy? Is the whole process easy or are they easy to set up and um, run, maintain? Yes and no. Okay, so when it comes to the system, they can be fairly complex. Uh, they're really not complex. It's kind of like golf. You know, it's uh, just hit the ball in the hole. That's pretty much it, but <laughs> right. it's a lot harder than, than that. <laughs> yeah, I've golfed before. Yeah. It's not so simple. <laughs> Aquaponics is similar. Um, it really is just circulating the water from the fish tank to the gravel bed, and mm-hmm. that is pretty much it. But you know like golf there's a few little intricate details that are quite important if you don't know i would highly recommend if someone's going to build a system that uh, they get a couple of good books or something uh watch some youtube videos from people that are respected and learn about it before they just bust off and you know spend a bunch of money on equipment um if a person wants to buy a turnkey system those are out there and available we manufacture them it's a cuts months off the learning curve to where you can just plug it together like if someone used one of our systems they're probably 30 minutes to an hour they've got it together ready to fill with water really and yep and then on a daily basis uh it's so easy you just you feed your fish you know (laughs) it takes feed your fish and make sure nothing's smelling yeah yeah feed your fish uh you know peek at the water does the water look good Mm -hmm. is there anything out of the ordinary and that's people try to make that complicated it once you have a system it's so easy it's like your car you know uh-huh. you know immediately when you get in your car if a door is not shut all the way or if the window's cracked right you just know uh you know if there's a weird smell and you're like oh what's that I, you know there's there's a problem same way with your aquaponics you know you're you're out there every day you're feeding your fish you know what it smells like sounds like looks like mm-hmm. you immediately know if there's a problem got it now, on a weekly basis, right. there's a little bit more to it. So mm-hmm. you feed your fish every day. I recommend uh, if a person can spend you know, 30 minutes a week, maybe even an hour a week, going through really looking for uh, bugs on the plants, trimming mm. plants, pulling stuff out, putting new stuff in, managing the system, keeping it in really good shape, they're going to have much greater success. Well, and that's, you know, from a growing food perspective, uh, you know, you can't just put a plant or a tree in the ground and walk away from it. And it's expected to, you know, you got to take care thrive. of it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You have to take care of it. You have to pay attention to it. So, you know, it's just, it's a different way of paying attention, mm-hmm. right? It, rather than paying attention to the, you know, the fruit trees in the front yard, we're paying attention to, um, you know, the fish and the plants in the system, right? Right. But, you know, versus a garden, gosh, it's so much easier. There's no weeding. Oh, yeah. yeah I mean, you know, they're elevated grow beds, so... Coming from a guy that this past two weeks has spent hours weeding. Yes, I know uh, that one. You know, probably the three hardest things in gardening are not even factors. They just don't even, they're not on the radar at all with mm-hmm. aquaponics. And that's uh, the weeding issue, how much to water, and what kind and how much fertilizer. The, the, all three of those are completely automatic. And, and just, the aquaponics is Yeah. <laughs> so I'll bet you get like the standard question or the standard two questions. What are they? Well, we've kind of already covered them. The, probably the biggest question I get is, well, what kind of fish do All right, I use? perfect. And um, 
the other one is, is will this work in Phoenix? And that's pretty much because we're in Phoenix, in Phoenix and it's right. so hot. But honestly, it will work anywhere on the face of the earth as long as it's a climate conducive to growing plants. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, actually we have a, a guy in Canada, North Canada. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. And um, he is doing it inside a warehouse. So mm. he's using artificial light. Got it. But he can control the, uh, the, the temperature, temperature that way. And he's actually using compost to do that with. So he's using the heat generated from the compost. Oh, interesting. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Well, that and the lights. Uh, he's using high-pressure sodium, right. uh, which creates heat. The the single biggest mistake people make in a system? I would think probably the biggest mistake is just not doing the research. You know, just jumping out there and and uh, getting started without looking into things a mm-hmm. little bit deeper. Um, knowledge is so important. Right. And you can learn a lot. Now, the problem with YouTube, we have an awesome tool with the Internet. Oh, yes. But the problem is that sometimes there's there's conflicting information and there can be so much information that it just, you know, makes you go a little crazy. You're uh-huh. like, Oh my, there's, this is way more complex. It's really not. But, uh, I would say, you know, find a, one or two people that you respect that, uh-huh. that, you know, the, these guys have got it figured out, find out how they did it or what they're doing and then just, uh, replicate it. Got it. Perfect. What are the most important things that our listeners need to know if they're looking to start an aquaponic system? Most important thing would be um, don't put your fish in there on day one. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, if, you, if you do put fish in the system on day one, mm-hmm. use some feeder fish, some really inexpensive like goldfish. Right. Because the odds of a spike coming in and wiping your fish out are pretty good. Spike? What do you mean? <laughs> Well, the first six weeks, six to eight weeks, is what we call the cycling process. Uh And that's when your bacteria is coming into the system. It's getting established. Mm -hmm. And uh, the the fish are are pooping in there. And that raises the ammonia levels. Got it. Well, if the system's not quite mature enough, if it's not quite ready, there's not enough bacteria, the ammonia levels can rise so high that it actually kills the fish. Ah. So that's a big mistake people make is putting fish in, which you can do. But just be aware that it's possible that they could die. Uh, so it. an easier way to do that is to introduce uh, ammonia, you know, just from like distilled pure ammonia mm-hmm. rather than fish. And then just let it run for uh, six or eight weeks. Got it. A lot, lot easier, a lot less stressful. Perfect. So you have an hour and a half video on this, don't you? We do. Yes. Um, we have a do-it-yourself video mm-hmm. that teaches people. Actually, the first 30 minutes of it are basic foundational information that that if they follow the the foundations, they can build any size system they want. Perfect. It covers what size pumps do you need, what size grow beds, all of this. And then the last portion of that, we actually uh, build a system, you know, in pretty much detail. Mm-hmm. And then we give a material list and everything with a handbook that teaches them how to build a system. Perfect. Perfect. And they can find that on your website. Yes, that's at EndlessFoodSystems.com. Perfect. And how much is it? That is $39.95. Oh, Cheap. It's not a lot. Cheap. And we'll have that in the show notes. Okay. We'll have that in the show notes. All right. For our listeners, I really like to frame out that, you know, sometimes we do this and we're successful at it, and sometimes we're not so successful at it. So do you have one time that, you know, your intentions were good and, you you know, your system crashed, you know, you failed? Absolutely. And and what did you learn from that? Okay. If you get bugs, you better do something. And not tomorrow – today. Uh So I had this awesome, I had an entire raft bed, four foot by four foot raft bed with about four 
cantaloupe plants in there. Mm-hmm. And they were doing so awesome. I mean, the, the leaves were lush, green. The cantaloupe were about probably three weeks away from being ready to eat. I mean, they were awesome, and I had tons of them in there. I saw a few aphids uh, on the leaves, and I was busy. I'm like, ah, I got to do something about that. Mm-hmm. You know, a couple days goes by, I get back out there, and the plants look great, but I knew, it's like, this is, they're goners. Oh. And I did everything, you know, I sprayed the soapy water and cayenne pepper and all the organic stuff, but mm-hmm. it, it was too late. They had already late. already devastated them, and yeah. so it's like, oh, I was kicking myself because I had, you know, probably 20, 20 cantaloupe right there wow. that were yeah, so you got, close. you got to stay on top of that. Yeah. Absolutely. Even, you know, in gardening, you know, you start seeing those bugs. you got to get out and manage them right away. Yep. Right away. So what do you consider one of your biggest, biggest successes in the aquaponics movement? I feel like probably our biggest success was, um, was really the design of our system. Coming up with something that I feel like is so simple to put together and operate. Mm-hmm. And so it's it empowers people to have success with aquaponics in a short period of time. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't have to go out and, and have this six-month learning curve. Uh, I think it's empowered people to get into aquaponics and have success uh, much quicker and a lot more of them. So, right. you know, um, if a person purchases one of our kits, they're up and running in a couple of weeks. Nice. And then their their neighbors find out and they see it. <laughs> so, you know, it really spreads quicker that way. And uh-huh. when people see someone else having success... You know, they want to get interested. They're excited about it, too. So it yeah. kind of uh, promotes the movement. Yeah, got it. So you've referenced a couple of times these systems. We talked about it in your intro. Let's talk about your system and why somebody should buy them. So let's start with the smallest system. How much is it? Okay, uh, well, our smallest system is more of a decorative indoor fountain. That's not what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a, one that's actually going to grow food. So. Okay. That would be our genesis. Okay, uh, good. For the beginning. Fantastic. <laughs> and those run um, fourteen ninety five, mm-hmm. and that's a turnkey complete. Fourteen hundred ninety five dollars. Yes, one thousand okay. four ninety five. They ship via freight, so uh, we ship to the lower forty eight states. Mm-hmm. And generally, freight's going to be around one hundred and fifty dollars to uh, ship that from Phoenix. That's not bad. That's not so bad. So, tell us about the system. What does it include? Uh-huh. What is missing? Um, you know, how long, so I just ordered a system, how long, and it arrives, how long is it going to take me to set it up? You oh, know, like that. The, gen, our, our entry-level Genesis will take you about five minutes to set up. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. If you have a level surface, you put it on the level surface right. and you fill it with water and you plug it in and that's it. <laughs> you know, you got to put pipes together and stuff, don't you? Well, okay. I, let me back up. There is one pipe that you have to plug in. Oh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> But everything's pre-cut. Everything's pre-installed. The air pump's already installed. Water pump's already installed. Everything is already installed. You uh, you cut open the bags of pebbles and you pour them in the top and uh-huh. you you fill it with water and it's wow. ready to go. Fantastic. Now, what doesn't come with it, we Perfect. do not include fish. Okay. Because you don't add your fish until six or eight weeks later. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't come with earthworms, so you have to add your own earthworms about the same time as your fish. Okay. It does come with uh, a couple of seed packs, uh, usually about five or six different varieties. We send trace minerals with it, enough to last you about a year. Oh, wow. We send uh, EDDHA iron, enough to last you about two or three years. Did you start there, EEE day? Nope, EDDHA. Okay, good. <laughs> That's actually a, a very difficult to find kind of iron oh, that very. we found, and it's quite expensive. 
the reason that we like it, it's available at all pH levels to the plants. Oh, got it. So yeah. when you say it's available, it's it it's um, the plants can uptake it no yes. matter what pH water is in your tank. Correct. Oh, the very difference. Good. Uh, here's a big difference between soil gardening and aquaponic gardening. In in soil, you're going to generally have a pH that's conducive, you know, for growing in plants. With water, it's not always the case. Can be all over the place. I yeah. know. So uh, if we have a higher pH, which we do here in Phoenix. To have uh, an iron solution, we need an iron that's available at all pH levels. Got it. Yeah, fantastic. All right, so that's the Genesis system. So, yes. and you have other systems. Tell us about that. And okay. I also want to hear about this system that you've created that you know somebody could actually buy and make money with. Oh yeah. Okay. So, um, so our actually our Genesis is expandable. We can add additional raft beds to the sides, mm -hmm. and then the larger system is uh, what we call our sanctuary. And the sanctuaries start off at uh, 2895 Okay. And the difference is the Genesis is a 140-gallon fish tank. The sanctuary is a 275-gallon fish tank. Okay. So we can uh, expand the sanctuary to a much, much larger system. And at maximum capacity, we can have 10 grow beds and 6 wicking beds. So basically, that would take up an area about 10 feet wide by 28 feet long. Oh, wow. A very that's, large system. That's significant. Yep. That's and that'll grow a lot of food. That would grow about 2,000 pounds of vegetables a year. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of chewing, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of chewing. Great. So anything else about your systems while we're here? Um, I guess really what's unique, I, I think, about our systems is they look good. Mm -hmm. We've gone to a lot of extremes to make them look good and uh, extremely simple to put together and operate. We have two filters which uh, we have a pre-filter and then we have a fines filter before we go through mm -hmm. uh, the raft beds. And so that's, I feel like, is pretty unique. Building kits full-time for, you know, three and a half, four years right. has enabled me to, to really work out all the bugs and Got get it. it to where, hey, man, these things, they will work. They, they work, work really well. Fantastic. So here, here's what I've noticed. So, you, you know, you suggested that people get educated by taking classes from elsewhere. Um, you teach classes through us, through Urban Farm U. We're going to talk about that here in a minute. Um, and you build systems. So it, it sounds to me like you just want to empower people to do aquaponics. And you have resources available for them if, if they want to learn or if they want to buy a system. Absolutely. And the aquaponics reveal class that we're doing is fantastic. And why that's so good is that's uh, all those classes are really focused on how to operate a system successfully. Got it. So that's a wonderful place to learn how to operate. Perfect. Let's talk about that that class real quickly here. So it's a seven week online class. Mm -hmm. um, and what do you do with that class? We focus each week on a particular subject. We cover uh, plants and fish. You mm -hmm. know what type of plants, what types of fish, and we go into detail on that. We talk about all the different kinds of aquaponic systems, uh, different kinds of grow beds, and okay. and we talk about the quality of the water, how to control the water, how to maintain the you know Perfect. the overall system. Uh, we even talk about like greenhouses and, and indoor lighting if people want to go indoors with it. Perfect. Uh, so we cover a lot of subjects. Cover a lot of information. All right, cool. Well, in the show notes, there's information on the. Um, on upcoming aquaponics revealed courses. So one more thing real quick before we sure. move on. And that's, you know, hey, I want to get into this for a business. Mm -hmm. you, have a, you have a business system for this. Um, we are kind of working on a turnkey. I don't have it quite ready yet. All right, perfect. This is kind of the new thing. Mm -hmm. I'm working on a turnkey. Uh, this would be a greenhouse 
the whole setup would come as a package, but it would be a greenhouse that would house two of our largest systems. It would produce about 150 pounds of fish a year, and it would produce about probably 4,000 pounds of vegetables. Um, and from wow. a marketing or from a business aspect, if we look at just lettuce production, uh-huh. uh, it would produce a decent income for somebody, for a uh-huh. couple. You know, Perfect. So specialty crops in it. Yes. Um, you would probably focus on organic lettuce. Uh, mm-hmm. That's a good one. It's easy to sell. It's easy right. to get your foot in the door. Now, if you wanted to go smaller and focus on herbs or high-end crops like basil, uh-huh. um, even some of the, uh, the other higher-end herbs, and you could even take it to the next level where you dry them out, uh, grind them up, and make your own uh, you know, packaged seasonings. Packaged herbs, yeah. So packaged exactly. herbs. And now you're talking about getting a lot of money you know, out of a fairly right. small number of square feet. Yeah, perfect. Fantastic. Here's, here's a question I'd like to ask my guests. What drives you? Why? What's your big why about all this? You know, it's it's frustrating when I look around at our food quality, mm-hmm. and I feel like this is the answer. And it's kind of like if you if you go and you see a really awesome movie, and you're like, oh, that was so good, and it's got such a great message. I've got to tell my buddy about it. And so you call him up. That's kind of mm-hmm. the way I am with aquaponics. It's like this is so awesome. I've just got to share this with people, you know, because. It's a, it's a life changer for some, not for everybody, but I've seen and talked to so many people that, you know, their, their child was uh, struggling physically, uh-huh. had some, you know, some type of illness and they started eating pure and now they're good. You yeah. know, so when I hear stories like that, that's a driving force for me to yeah. share this with people. Fantastic. Fantastic. So I'm all about education and I have to know, is there one book out there that you've read that you know, that's like, it's the book that you would recommend. Well, um, there's, there's several, but as concerning aquaponics, I would say, uh, aquaponic gardening by Mm -hmm. Sylvia Bernstein. She was one of the very first, uh, people to write a book on aquaponics. There's been several since then. And unfortunately, most of the books, if you Google aquaponics, uh, I would say (laughs) probably 80% of them are just, they're really not yeah. Very high quality. Okay. What about a book outside of? Um, outside, uh, actually, there's one right here on your desk that uh, I saw. It's called Strengths Finder. And oh, my yeah. sister actually told me about this book about a year ago. By so. Tom Rath. Yeah. And it is fantastic. You know, I'm not a huge reader. Uh-huh. I read, you know, a couple books a year probably. And I got about a quarter of the way into this one and I was just blown away. It's like, this is fantastic. Super. So, yeah. All right, cool. It focuses, you know, keeps you to, uh, focused on okay. your strengths. Perfect. Perfect. So one final piece of advice do you have for our listeners before we move on? Um, you know, I would say knowledge is power. Mm-hmm. And, and back to that, that the more you can learn about something before you jump into it, the better. And that's kind of why I feel like, you know, uh, the aquaponics real class or, you know, just learning from from the aquaponic gardening book or something like that is so much better than just watching two or three YouTube videos and going yeah. to Home Depot and start buying stuff because perfect. you're just going to wind up wasting money. Perfect, 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 perfect. Thank you so much for joining us on the show and sharing your you know your aquaponics experiences with us. Absolutely. Well, thank you for having me, Greg. Yeah, it's been a blast. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all for today. Thanks for joining us on the Urban Farm Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Urban Farm Podcast. Remember to listen three days a week for tips, advice, and resources to help you on your journey with urban farming. 
You can find us on the web at urbanfarm.org or send us an email to podcast at urbanfarm.org. In the words of Vincent Van Gogh, great things are done by a series of small things brought together. Be encouraged that with each lesson learned and skill developed, you are one step closer in the direction of your dreams. One of the first things that many of us learn when we start to garden is how to water and fertilize the soil. But there is an exception to this rule and it's called foliar feeding. You should foliar feed or water the leaves of your plant with liquid fertilizer when you want certain nutrients to be absorbed better. Not only are the leaves great at uptaking liquid fertilizer, if your soil isn't very good or your pH is off, foliar feeding can help your veggies and fruit trees quickly get the nutrients they need to thrive. If you're ready to start foliar feeding for maximum growth yields and quality, head on over to urbanfarm.org forward slash feed the leaves to see our selection of foliar feeding products. That's urbanfarm.org forward slash feed the leaves.